What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies Present Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek edition dosage of a spoop and conspiracy and all kinds of fun stuff. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Dogbot. What's up, sir? Oh, not much. Uh, you know, after the you know devastating loss of not winning first place at the uh, Chupacabra show. Uh, I'm training my chupacabras extra hard. They're gonna, they're gonna get this next one the next time it comes around. And uh, you know, we're we're just we're we're learning from this experience and we're moving on. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. And uh, joining us in uh, in Reinhardt's seat this week, it's uh, Jack the intern man. What's up? So I've realized that SpaceX is called SpaceX because the X means X to doubt. So space X to doubt. That's the second time you've used that joke. No, it doesn't count because it wasn't recorded the first time. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because my internet Damn shit it. the bed. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Good joke, Jack. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny the first time, and I, I was like, it's too good to not use again. It was well, too good. And I, and I apologize for ruining that because it was a good joke. Yeah. Damn Space, it. press X to doubt. Can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> Can't have shit anywhere, especially Detroit. Speaking of lone scum... Do you guys just want to jump right into the news or what? Like, let's, do we have any, I don't think we have an official business. Let me check real quick. I, no, we have no official business. Okay, cool. Which means, uh, we can, I'll oh, do that at the end. All right, cool. Yes. Lone scum, Elon Musk. How many times has he been in the news this week? Do we want to, do we want to do news? Wait a second. Wait a second. I forgot. Bitcoin's back at $40,000. What happened? Do you guys know what happened? Bitcoin's up 15%. You know what happened? I don't understand uh, crypto. Okay. Elon Musk said that Tesla was probably going to start taking Bitcoin again. And Bitcoin went up 15%. Who are those people that uh, when, I, when I said that loan scum does you know, control the price of crypto, much like the Rothschilds used to do the price of gold by putting their finger out the window and up or down, you know, depending on how they felt. Johnny... You're fucking crazy, dude. Right. I mean, like right. thinking that fucking loan scum can control cryptocurrency. <laughs> Come on. Dude, this nigga says Bitcoin. I'm breaking up with Bitcoin and Bitcoin plummets. He says, I'm getting back together with Bitcoin. Bitcoin skyrockets again. Dude, anybody who, yeah, he is obviously the face of whatever the system that is controlling the Bitcoin, but listen to what Elon Musk says and you can do quite well with the fake coin. Um, anyway, yes. So I was right again. Elon Musk controls the price of Bitcoin, basically. Yeah, and fucking Dogecoin. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, to oh, the yeah. moon, right? And then he well, comes out on SNL saying he has Asperger's. Oh, no, did I crash your shit coin? <laughs> Oh, that's funny because I was thinking about investing in Pisscoin, but I found out that they're not going to be set to the golden shower standard. No, well, what the, you got to it's it's shitcoin and cumcoin, so is what it is. Hmm. I don't know. That's that's the thing. You've seen the meme, right? It's like, what do you mean? I invested all of my money in like Pisscoin and cumcoin, and I'm broke. What the fuck? I thought I was going to get rich. Anyway. Enough about enough about crypto. More about loan scum. Did you guys see the billboard? More, he's more like crapto. Right. Right. Did you guys see the billboard that he's on? 
Oh no. That, that, wait, wait. I think I I think I saw that briefly on my break, but I scanned past it. It's like what oh shit, I I scrolled past it too. I can't find it now. Uh it's like don't what is it like uh billionaires have feelings too or some shit like that. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I mean, they might. I don't think so. I mean, they I I don't know like if they're the same kind of feelings that we understand as feelings. I, I don't No, I don't think that's what it is actually. I don't think that's what the yeah, I don't. I can't. I mean, find. I don't. I don't think that if uh, Grimes broke up with Elon, he'd be sitting in his car listening to Jimmy Eat World crying. What's Jimmy Eat World? It's an emo band. Is it? I have no idea. I've heard the name I a guess. few times. I've never ever. I don't. I dude. If if my family's life depended on it, me picking out a Jimmy Eat World song, I'm sorry, guys. Like I couldn't do it. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard one of their songs. Anyway. So, or I, I guess I could have said Dashboard Confessionals. Another band I've never listened to any of their music. I, I think, nope, that's Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, and that's somebody else, right? That's another band. That's the only Dashboard song I know. And then there's one by, uh, who's, the, who's the man boobs from um, Fight Club? They're Meatloaf. That's, Pe- that's Meatloaf, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. That's who that is. Yeah. It's about having sex in the back seat of your station wagon or something. Wow, I mean, yeah, it it'd have to be a big automobile. That, well, that's why I said station wagon because it was meatloaf. That man was very right. rotund. Anyway, uh, I can't find that. I, I've been filibustering myself trying to find this Elon Musk thing. The billboard. Uh, where is it? I can't find it. Jack, can you just Google it real quick? Elon Musk billionaire billboard. Yep. Yeah. So, what else? What else has he done? Well, speaking of uh, sp- space, press X to doubt. Uh, Jeff Bezos, aka Doctor Evil. Right. He's the uh, new billionaire supervillain that's filling in for Bill Gates while they put Bill Gates through some kind of weird media humiliation ritual and take attention off his nonsense, and they're focusing it on the evil ultra-capitalist Jeff Bezos. Right. Well, what is the humiliation ritual part that, that you think uh, Gates is going through or going to go through? Uh, well, the divorce. Okay. You think that's uh, humiliation? Then, then, or do you then, think that that's, that's divorce, just consolidation? The girl, of, the, the, the divorce, the story, the girlfriend, you know, you know the like boyfriend, what's your girlfriend thing. The guy girlfriend? Yeah, and implying. then like the the fact that he hung out with Epstein, they brought that up, and uh, then the the last time we've seen Bill Gates, he had giant tits. So I got a billboard update. Cool. So it says, "Defend billionaires. We're just like you." That's what it is. And it's Elon Musk with like his hands in the praying position. Yes, that that's it. So it's yes, defend millionaires, billionaires. We're just like you. No. That sounds like something that would be said on the Mark Levin show. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's Elon or on, Musk. Or on Hannity, you know, like. Yeah. But it's Elon Musk. Billionaires, they, they create all the jobs. And without the jobs, you just. Yeah. You just be. You have to. You, you, you have, have to, to worship the. You have to, to worship the job creators. You have to. Yeah. Do they're, they're, they're awesome. Right. If it wasn't for the philanthropists that also create also create jobs, how is that how is that possible that these philanthropists who are rich beyond any normal person's wildest dreams, right? 
um, how do they? I'm, that's just what sorry, they do. They, totally they, they, their money just comes from nowhere. Boomer meme. What? Which boomer meme? I'm sorry. Uh, the boomer meme of Jesus driving the uh, the Jews out of the out of the temple, the driving the merchants mm-hmm. out, and it's and it's a it's it's like a CN has like a CNN. Uh, what do you call it? Bar at the bottom, and it says right wing right wing terrorist uh, drives philanth- philanthropists from temple. Right. I, I like Sorry, that one. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's cool. That's cool. I wasn't saying anything important. Anyways, we we're just talking about Bill Gates. Um, <laughs> so you it's think the humiliation ritual of him getting divorced and having to have the man boyfriend girlfriend thing—that's all humiliation. Uh, it's, it's all like tabloid, uh, fake humiliation to distract from the fact that he bought up all the seed banks and, uh, is the largest landowner of farmland in the, in the country. And well, in North America, Canada too. Oh, well, all right. Also, did you know that every McDonald's French fry is grown on a Bill Gates potato farm? You know, that's still going to make it impossible for me not to steal French fries from uh, the bag on the way to uh, my mother's house when she asks me to go get her McDonald's. You, and you, you, you still get your mother that poison? Come on. Listen. I know. L- listen, man. <laughs> uh, l- uh, there, there's, only, you know, there's only so much you can do, okay? Like, if she, okay. Wants, a, if she wants a Big Mac... And I'm going to have to go get her one. You know, I hate it, but I, I do eat like at least I do reach into that bag at least six times for fries on the way back to the house. Right. Well, yeah, my dad used to actually get himself a small fry and just eat the small fry on the way home. So he didn't dad tax everybody. Oh, is that uh, well, ride fry. He called it the ride fry. The ride fry. You got to get the ride fry. That way you don't mess, you know, because like one day, well, we were, you know, we were like 12, 13 years old, my brother and I, and we're like, dad, you got to stop ganking all the fries on the way home from you know, McDonald's, man. And my dad just decided at that point he'd get himself a, a, a fry for the ride home. We complained about it too many, too many times. We used to eat a lot of fast food when I was a kid, which is hopefully it didn't do too much damage to my internal organs <laughs> as an adult. Yeah, I'm a little... I'm a little less worried about the fast food that I ate when I was younger than the shit I did in my 20s and 30s. Um, we're just not going to talk about the 20s and 30s part of our lives right now. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get back to the news. Yeah. Oh boy. So are we done with loan scum? Well, anyways, defend billionaires. Why? Yeah, they're just like you. No, they're not. They're they're literally not. When he says defend billionaires. I wonder what he means. Like, well, who it sounds, a, who, who, well hold on. This sounds an the, awful lot. This sounds an awful lot like somebody's, you know, going to roll out guillotines on these billionaire class people. And, uh, you know, he's worried. Be know? a real shame, wouldn't it? But you yeah, got a boat be. to, it you, would be. you can take a boat to one of their remote islands where they set up shop. I mean, no. like, no, you can't. You how can't. are we going to get to? I mean, with right. some no, of their breakaway no, civilizations, how are we going to get to them? There's, there's, there's no getting to them. That's the point of all of this. Oh. It's theater. It really is. All this stuff with Elon is all theater. Hey, Jack, can you look up who set up the billboard? Like, I, I just, I find it hard to believe that Lone Scum put up a billboard of himself 
uh, looking like George Bluth from the inside of the uh, the the Bluth Company brochure where he's got his hands put together. Oh, from Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of when I saw that that billboard. I was like. <laughs> That's, you know, it's a good show. It is. What can I say? It's I, I, really I degenerate and poison, chewy, but man, but it's, I, yeah, I watched it's poison. I watched and rewatched Arrested Development a lot. So there's a few. No, I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed some Talmud Vision back in the day. I don't anymore, but I did. You know. Oh, speaking of Talmud Vision, while we're here, I would like uh, to announce to every retard that thought that I was talking about the cast of Seinfeld vis-a-vis the cast of Kirby Enthusiasm. No. The reason why Seinfeld... You remember this, DB? When I said that Seinfeld is the more subversive show? Okay, Seinfeld is the more subversive show because they hide the Jewishness of most of the cast members. There is... The only person who is openly Jewish on the show is Jerry. Is Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Newman, possibly the mailman. Uh, Costanza could be a Sephardic Jewish name. Uh, they're obviously Spanish. His, the dad's supposed to be either Spanish or Italian. Costanza is a, a Spanish name. I remember the mom, what am I going to do with all this paella? So she kind of sounded like a Jew. The mom could have been a Jew, so George could have been Jewish on his mother's side. Not the point. He was white, right? Everything about Seinfeld, other than Jerry, was humiliation or degradation of whites. The show was literally about nothing. It was a show about white people, and the show was about nothing. So there's that. Um, Elaine was the white girl who couldn't dance and sucked at everything, and Kramer was the crazy white guy across the street, and George was the little white dude with the tiny penis. You know, like, it was up. It was very cold. You know, it was a lot of shrinkage, right? They make all these degenerate things, but they're all, like, white people bad. It's like white man can't jump shit, right? Yeah, it was it was basically um, while Friends was about New York urbanites who were hip and cool and young, uh, Seinfeld was about New York urbanites who were slightly older and who were so socially awkward that they just could not they could not get their shit together. Well, that Friends they, was that also they were insufferable. Friends was also socially awkward people. They were terrible, also terrible, but. But Seinfeld, like the very last episode where they went to jail and they had all these character witnesses and nobody could say a good thing about anybody on the show, right? There was like everybody that went to the witness stand just like talked about how bad these people were, you know? So anyways, that was my point. My point was, yes, obviously Michael Richards was the only non-Jew on the show. I get that. You know. He had a great stand-up routine. He did. His stand-up routine was amazing. I un- I don't understand why his career was so short. Like literally one of the best stand-ups ever. You know. He was he was on that movie UHF. Did you ever see that? No, that was Weird Al. No, but Michael I know, Richards I know. He was, played he was a character on it. I know. I'm joking. I love that movie. Hey brothers. Uh I'm Oh, here. hi. Hi Reinhardt. <laughs> I guess Reinhardt is here tonight. Um, yeah, I was I was making comments, and then I realized that my uh, my headphone jack was just right outside of where it needed to be. So it was I was technically on mute for the last five minutes. Okay, well Reinhardt is here as well, everybody. 
And that's Don't not cast. a euphemism for something else, everyone. He's literally meaning the headphone know. jack so he can help be on the show. That's There's no need yeah. to explain that kind he, of stuff. Stop, yes. Stop, stop. Oh, stop. Okay. No, stop. But yes, stop. I am here. There's no I'm need to explain also, that kind of stuff, DB. Also, SpaceX equals space sex. Just saying. It does. Just like just like Pride Month, there. if you put those words together, there is perfectly spelled the word demon in the middle. Oh. Yes. Wow. Yes. Who knew? Yes. How, who knew? Who knew? Of course, well, who knew? they knew. All right. No, but so, Seinfeld was incredibly subversive, and uh, yeah, and Friends was also terrible. Right, right. But the point, yes, but I, you know how many comments we got, and uh, not just comments, but a couple of DMs, actually, and mentions in the Telegram, hey, Johnny, no, dude, it was just Kramer, okay? Could could one could one argue that Friends is more subversive than Seinfeld was? It, I would. It I would, would because that. it played into the um, loosening of the chastity belt even further of people that age. I would. They also had the very hardcore uh, gay marriage. Yep. The, yep. Gay, there was there was I a couple put, of gay episodes that were like really big, but then Will and Grace came out, and then you know because the fags are just like you and me. They're just a little wittier and funnier. And dress better. Mm, clearly, they're yes, just, they dress way just better. better friends with women. Yeah, they understand women better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because they have because they mother, which is like, like the next stuff. generation friends. Are we, do, are we just going to do feminism and like the no. gay stuff this no. week? No, Sorry. let's not do that. No, because no. we could. Like, we could just do 90s sitcoms and tear apart how fucking Talmudy and Jewish they are. Well, uh, I I think we found the Navy SEAL who did the Navy SEAL copy pasta, the, oh, the yeah. famous copy pasta. <laughs> yes. Wait, did I, you I say have. Pasta? I said pa- pasta. He, he did say pasta, and I'm, I was letting that Reinhardt. I was letting it slide, dude. Why? Because I don't. I don't want to get all spun up. Okay, I'm already mad enough. We didn't have a show this weekend. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. Yeah, yes. all right. Don't, all right. So, don't make me pull up a gif to describe how I feel. Dude. I hate you. Dude. And is this going to be a kumbaya circle because of your internet? <laughs> and here I am getting criticized for saying Avi or Avi, whatever the fuck I said. Way to go, Jack. All also, right. it's PVP, PVP, PFP. All Thank right. you. Everybody stop. <laughs> Ashley Nefsger. Yes. Ashley. No, Nefzger. N E F Z G E R is the first active duty transgender Navy SEAL. I would like to, like, every Navy SEAL that I've ever known right now is like throwing up in their mouth reading this. I don't believe that there's one single other Navy SEAL that would be honestly like, you go, girl. And like me. Well, it, I mean, here's what happened. Maybe the other gay it Navy served. Seals. It served all its hardcore duty already. Right. It did all the hard like, stuff. Jumped uh, out of the yeah, helicopter and, and shit. And yeah. then, and then, through some kind of freaking MK Ultra slip up, it decided that it it wants to pretend to be a female. Well, so does you, this mean that it gets unlimited shore duty? Probably. Here's it's the thing, though. Guys, guys, here's the thing, though. With our special forces, spec ops, spec war guys, all that stuff, there are experiments going on. 
you know, like yes. Super Soldier chipping MK Ultra type programming stuff has been going on since the inception of these programs. It's completely possible that this is a programming gone wrong or it's just part of the plan. Just, you know, queer up the seals, dude. Yeah, like destroy all bastions mm-hmm. of perceived American masculinity. And the Navy SEALs definitely ranks as uh, one oh. of the proud American uh, American male. You know, it's like the it's, Dude, it's the upper the Navy, echelon. Of, I was just going to say yeah. the Navy SEALs are the upper echelon of special forces. Navy SEALs are what, you know, SEAL Team 6, right? That's like everybody thinks right. when they think of when they think of sending in the special forces, they think of sending in a crew of Navy SEALs on one of the ribs or one of their little submarines or whatever. Unless you think of the Army Rangers coming, you know, paratroopers or whatever. But still, the SEALs do all that shit. The SEALs well, are the ones, that, that, well, the SEALs are the they, ones who go around the world helping overthrow governments. So, like, yes, they're the badasses. They're the Chris Kyles and the Jesse Venturas and uh, all the really badass soldiers, right? Super soldiers. These, these guys are physically way above average, way above high average physically to begin with. So this was a very athletic dude. And now he's a very ugly chick. Well, well he's, don't even, he's, he's still yeah. a dude. <laughs> it's still a dude. I mean, it's still a dude. Yeah, it's still a yeah. dude. Well, did he do the, did he do the bit? It doesn't matter. I don't know. I, mean, I know he's still like, a dude. He can fillet, well, no, he can no, no, no. You will never be a woman. I, I get it. You will never be a woman. Pool. But, like, did he I do the bit? I know if I go to the pool and I see the ED guys hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> am I, am I going to see just, like, stitches around the boobs? Am I going to see like a fake six pack of just stitches? It's possible. It's possible because there will be female to male transgender special forces soon enough. Oh, there definitely. There probably has to be. There probably already is. They just haven't told anybody. But I mean, what about Chris Kyle? I don't have enough. Honestly, honestly, dogbot. Have you ever looked into Chris Kyle? I'm asking seriously. That's, no, that's an like, interesting one. There's like there's like people in the general area where I'm at that highly revere him for his supposed uh you know kill count. Well that's know, the thing. The kill people. count, everything else has been just lauded as this huge patriotic narrative. Right. But wouldn't that just be the bitch of it if Chris Kyle were never Chris Kyle to Chris begin with? Chris Kyle is Chris Kyle is the special forces version of Tom Jones. Oh God. No, he is. He has all the kills. Tom Jones used to get all the girls like women would throw their panties at him. But Tom Jones is clearly FTM build is, is Chris Kyle, the white Tariq Nasheed wash your ass. Oh God. Wash your rifle. <laughs> Dude, who, are, who did make those are, coffee cups? Are, are those we, coffee are cups. We getting into- those, yeah, those coffee I, cups I, are I, fucking I, hilarious. I brought up. The, I, I I would like one of these coffee mugs. If anybody knows Dude. Hux Hux, if you know where these coffee cups came from, Hux, please, please send some to the post office box. So for, for those please. who, because this is theater of the mind, uh, you know, being at radio is uh, there. There's a coffee mug and it has the profile picture of a black historical revisionist Tariq Nasheed. K Flex. Yes, also known as K Flex, with the Headstrong. little American flag emoji and his blue check mark. 
Right. And uh, it's his classic. It's his, it's his profile picture with his ill-fitting suit and his finger and his fingers interlaced. And in front of it is a, a tweet I forgot to bring up last week, but um, it is probably one of the most classic tweets next to the Sam Hyde t- quote. And that is uh, take the thong out your bussy playa. Or, and is, is it bussy or bussy? It's it's bussy. It's bussy. It's bussy. It's but bussy. here's the thing, David. You you guys are just going to look down in the show notes, and I'm going to put the picture there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we have to. I was That's going to be in would. the show notes. <laughs> it should or at be least B-U-C-C-I, on the at least on the website. Just saying. Like yeah. why? What, what do you mean why? It's it's an internet thing. Okay. Oh. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Whatever. You no, that's understand. not. I didn't mean to bring that up. But is he the Tariq Nasheed of? Okay, so hold on. where do we go from? You're saying Chris Kyle is the Tariq Nasheed of of sniping? Honestly, dude, if he had lived, if he had not become a martyr for his narrative, mm-hmm. what would he have done? Well, his wife sued Jesse Ventura. Or no. Jesse Ventura sued, sued his, his wife and won. Jesse Ventura, Jesse Ventura sued, sued his, his wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. And got a bunch of money from her because of all of the lies and libel in the book. Like the book okay. is completely so he was, fabrication. He was he went a player on, on the stage the entire time. Well, he went on the O'Reilly factor and said that he punched Jesse Ventura in the face. Isn't that is, is that what that's the story? Or, or, in, yeah, that's the story in the book that he beat up uh, Lieutenant Scruffy or whatever the fuck you call him. <laughs> That was he. It was like some gay little nickname that he said he called him when they were in SEAL school, like at Buds. I, they might have gone to Buds together. I think is the official narrative. Don't quote me on that. Jesse Ventura and Chris Kyle at Buds really shows the state of America. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. Just no. There's no way because Jesse Ventura would have been way too old. So he's what sixty something. Chris Kyle was in his forties. No, I'm not saying at the same time. I'm saying just right. period. Oh well. Jesse Ventura used to be, I guess, like that's the story. Anyways, he used to, he was a he was a you know he was a badass Navy SEAL, right? I he guess. was really awesome in Predator, right? Like, he was also that, a badass Navy that SEAL. That's one. Of, well, that's that, one of the '90s movies or the '80s gun. movies where you have the um, the diverse you know Navy SEAL, Special Forces team. You have the diverse you know crew of guys going in to rescue another team that got ate up by the Predator. So you have your, you know, you have the Indian tracker. You have the black guy who's in charge, um, Arnold, who for some reason is a colonel, in, a colonel in the United States military with that accent. But he's the loose cannon, right? He's the loose cannon colonel in the United States Army. They never really say. Um, and you got the black, like I said, the black guy who's in charge, the Indian tracker guy, the. You know, the bosom buddies, you got the Jesse Ventura, who's the tobacco chewing, quote, southerner with the giant machine gun and the black dude, uh, his buddy there, you know. You uh, two, yeah, you had two Gump. black dudes. You right. had uh, the, also had the scrawny Mexican the guy. The scrawny Mexican and, guy uh, who's like supposed to be Puerto Rican or something. Um, or whatever. Like yeah. with Brad Pitt. Right. But if hmm. you've ever seen a United States Special Forces SEAL team or... EOD team or any of these, like they're like 90, 95% white. No, yeah. uh, no uh, Fury with Brad Pitt uh, is all Jews and one FTM. So that is true. That yes. is fair. Yes. Um, yeah. And also the EOD team, uh, Johnny, back in the day, I only saw one Mexican guy, not even a black dude with the EOD swimmers. 
It was yeah. only ever one Mexican. Yeah, I believe he, I personally Did he swim knew, extra good? He swam better really good. I mean, he talked like he swam better than everyone else, but you know how they are. <laughs> all right, all right. But so, he didn't have the stitches around his breast, so... Yeah, that's going to be a new thing with these special warfare guys. You're going to see uh, a lot of them, you know, with uh, stitches under their boobs. Ugh, gross. What the you're fuck, You're never, man? ever it, going it is... to see a bulge when you're in the shower. Well, that see, I, I'm getting disturbed by this, implying that any of this stuff was real to begin with. Never has been. But World War right. II. Right, but World War II, Johnny, and the Frogmen. That's where the back seals came back from. World the War champs. Back to back World War champs, and we went to the moon. USA, USA, USA. All right, I'm sorry. So, are are you saying if Chris Kyle had a mug, it would say "Take the snorkel out your bussy seal"? <laughs> 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 I mean, probably. That's a good oh, one. God, That's I hate a that very I laugh good so one. much at that. That's a very good one, dude. That is a good one. Uh, that's going to figure somehow into the show title yes. to be SFW. <laughs> there's no, there's no making this one SFW anymore. That's fair. This yeah. is not a family friendly show. Somebody actually said to me that they were like, you know, I had to turn the show off. There's so many F bombs dropped in the first hour. No, it ain't me. Wait, wait, we got flagged by somebody for F bombs and not for some of the racial slurs wait his complaint was that no, it was somebody it was, the first hour i mean to be fair to be fair it was a while ago oh yeah. it wasn't it was it wasn't the same guy that complained that we should post for the first 38 minutes of a show no i don't think it was the same guy no it was definitely wasn't the same guy content or ship posting well right now well we're, we're talking about the transgender navy seals so yeah this is still okay content. Yeah, it's content it's still content yeah well uh, okay so also part of why i wanted to bring that up is the ultimate boomer response at the bottom of this tweet or, or this may have been on gab and it said uh he was a SEAL. He deserves credit and respect for that. He also deserves our help to deal with and figure out his mental disorder. Instead, the Navy entertains his delusions. He'll probably kill himself after being allowed to become a fucking living meme. Sad on so many damn levels. I, I don't think that's a boomer. I don't think that's a boomer response at all. I think that's one of uh, a critical R guy type thing. One of the this is uh, one of the guys. This is yeah. one of those guys who's like, you people are spoiling it. Like Ashley Babbitt is a white martyr, and you're just letting it slip through your fingers. Another one of those. Oh no, this is the same. It gets even better. These are the same people. Yeah, it's the Jews. Yes, yes. It gets even better. Putin was asked if Ashley Babbitt was assassinated. Oh God. God. So we're going to be back to uh, Putin is our guy over in Russia shit for the next six weeks. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because Putin being the head of the KGB for so long certainly has. He's a master of assassinations, white, I guess. Yes. <laughs> it certainly has white Aryan interest at heart. He's right. He, certainly he can't wait to help us Americaners out. Right. You well, know, with, I said but, I said this earlier on Telegram. It's when somebody starts out with a false premise like this, like Putin, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, mostly, I've found recently with our guys, it's the whole it's the Jews or or you know Putin being our guy, whatever it is. There's no point in arguing. There's no point in debating any of this. 
they're starting with that flawed premise to begin with, and they just you just have to let it go and let them be who they are, and let okay. them try and figure it out for themselves. I had something amazing happen to me today. I had a boomer con come up to me and make the joke that he's worried that his sister is going to turn him into the Biden administration for being an extremist. And oh, wow. I had no idea exactly what he was talking about until I found out that uh, pre- uh, our silver alert president said that uh, said something to the effect of, if you have any family members that you su- suspect is a white supremacist, that to turn them into the FBI. <laughs> and yeah, the, and, I saw and that. the head of the FBI came out, or the head of Homeland Security, one of, one of the others, uh, went on to state that uh, uh, people who believe in the supremacy of the white race are on the top of the list of the FBI's uh, to-do list. So, Cohen Act incoming. Yep. 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 Yeah, and I mean, we've, people... we've all seen here the the document that shows like the seventy two uh, uh, definitions of a white supremacist or a terrorist, domestic terrorist, whatever those may be, and it's basically just a normal white person right. living uh, their life. It's literally just right. a normal white guy doing what white people do. But now everything white people do or have done throughout history is now racist and evil and needs to be stamped out uh, because. When... Ra- yeah, racist just means white person. Right, that's to exactly academia. what that means. Now. And, and academia set the they set the standards that 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 work their way down through the bureaucratic management class. So, right. uh, you know, like uh, you, you know, you, you've been hearing conservatives get really bent out of shape about critical race theory, and it's like um, they were basically teaching critical race theory when I was in public school, except they called it multiculturalism. They 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 they. they they painted it with a lot more. They, they painted it a lot prettier, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and but but slowly but surely they've been removing the 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 varnish and the layers, and now it's just now it's just uh, you can have struggle sessions uh, in classrooms, browbeating white like the white kid right. in the class. You can, right, well, you can see you the white kid to do anything else. The, Sorry, Johnny, go ahead. Yeah, well, did you guys see recently the one where they asked the white kid about white privilege or something, and the Jewish professor totally shot the white... The white kid had, like, a legitimately solid, non-racist, like, you know, should have just been perfectly fine in a normal normal uh, college classroom discussion setting, right? Because you go to college to, you know, to, like, to uh, expand your mind and get those thoughts out and, you know, learn things. But uh, anyways the Jewish professor shot him down and then um, used a black guy as a reference. And, oh, your name is Miles? Miles Davis? Huh? Like the sax player or the trumpet player? Like, like you know, you and me, we're buddies. You're black. See how we're buddies? Like the professors, they just do that shit. Anyways, um, it's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. You can't... I forgot what I was going to say. I'm mad at myself right now. I just totally, I totally lost my train of thought. The Miles Davis thing threw me off. I threw myself off track. Plus, I just got bit by a mosquito, and my leg is itching. Dude, I just got lit up by a mosquito, and I am dying right now. Oh, my God. I think I've got West Nile. I'm not joking. All right. Sorry about that. Back to critical race theory and boomers, right? Is that what we were talking about? (laughs) The last last uh, professor that I had in school was Mm -hmm. this weird, short, pedophile-looking guy who would always, like, twirl his fingers and, like, rub his hands Literally would rub his hands every single time talking about like mine dick sacrifice and like penis cutting. Oh, it was very strange. Um, 
did the same thing every single time would go over North American history, Native Americans, talk about the evils of colonialism, everything. As soon as I or the uh, New Jersey Marine that sat next to me, who was half deaf um, after he had served, brought up anything that was to the contrary of his narrative, it was immediately shot down. Everybody in class hated us. Um, This is not – college is not for the intelligent. College is for those who want to continue their brainwashing. We should know this at this point. Right. Everyone should know this. Well, it's it's uh, it's taxpayers it's taxpayer subsidized uh, indoctrination for, in, in, indoctrination, <laughs> but uh, but also the you know the to the benefit of uh, credentialism. I mean, uh, it, you know, right. it's 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 uh, it's 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 also a way. It's also this will dovetail into what we're going to be talking about with the BlackRock stuff, it's a way of putting an entire generation into debt slavery mm-hmm. uh, right. and under, under the false premise that it, when you receive this credential, it will give you the ability to stay, to keep your, to keep your neck above water with, uh, with, with all the consequences of the consumer, the consumer communism that will be around you for the rest of your life. Not only that, it's a form of intelligence slavery as well. We talk all the time about MK Ultra brainwashing everything, um, but it really is a form of intelligence slavery. Uh, people are taught to quote think critically mm-hmm. about ideas, but no, they're they're thought they're taught wow. to think according to a narrative. And I've seen that narrative firsthand pushed out and stamped out with any opposition. Um, in in these classrooms in the last five six years uh, before I you know dropped out, it was just it was horrific. I mean, me going for a history degree, being in all the classes for a history degree, it was absolutely horrific. Yes, I would call it brainwashing, but it's more than that. It's all working towards yes, that debt slavery, intelligence slavery. All of it is working towards you being a serf in every single possible way. In your life. All of it. Right. It is. Um, yeah, you will own nothing and you will love it. Yeah, I don't want to do the Great Reset stuff yet. Wait, we weren't done you with... have fantasy and you will like it. <laughs> that Maybe. Uh, <laughs> what was... Yeah, well, how did we get into the Great Reset, the BlackRock thing from... No, I didn't want to do that just yet. That's pretty horrific. Well, no, I, I said I said we we're going to be bringing that up later, but uh, yeah, the, but like the, the whole thing about college, and it's been generations of this, and now now you have more than just one generation. It's not just the millennials, you know the because um, you now have you now have a lot of Gen Xers who realize that they fucked up their life, and they all went back to school and got into debt again. Right. And like then they're blaming after, after the like getting people, divorced, after getting divorced or like losing a house and all that stuff. Now they're going back to school as adults. You know, there's a lot of Gen Xers that have done that and put themselves into that into that debt slavery again after whatever they you know. But now you have yes, yeah, so we have two generations, and then the Zoomers are the Zoomers even going to college? Do Zoomers go to college? Uh, online. Right. Okay. Zoomers online are in college online, or <laughs> or far less than anyone would hope. <clears throat> Actually, right. a lot of them are going to trade schools. This is true. Yeah. Well, the college salesmen have dropped off. That's like during the '80s and the '90s. The high school teachers were basically just college salesmen. 
That's all that yeah. was. Yeah. It wasn't, it had well, nothing it's to because do with everybody in that age grew up and they became, you know, they resigned themselves to doing nothing else other mm-hmm. than being part of the system and, and perpetuating that system. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I feel and, like. and now you have, well, you have to perpetuate that system. So you got to get people into it. And well, once they started doing the, uh, the devaluing of the, the credentialism, because remember at one point, all you needed was a high school diploma and you could get a job that would do whatever. And only very special boys went to college and then it was well now you gotta go to college and everybody had to go to college and you know and then they now it's you gotta have a master's degree now you gotta you know and the, and the value of a college even a um just a bachelor's has gone way down well i mean this all pairing with the fact that wages are continuing to stay stag- stagnant and they keep uh they keep pumping in uh millions and millions and millions of new people to compete with we're, we literally were raised to be in a country that has not existed for quite some time mm-hmm. right it's amazing how that right. works because like open borders coupled with the way our society has been set up just doesn't really work out right so what is what is a kid like me you know when i was 10 years old i wanted to be i wanted to do a, a history degree i wanted to be a, a master's or a doctor of history what do they have Nothing. At, at 10? Academia and archaeology and in history are uh, you're a museum curator, you're a teacher, or you're a struggling artist, basically. Just whoring yourself out for any sort of archaeology gig that's out there. Right. Trying to get writing gigs for online magazines and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hoping that something, you know, something you write gets made fun of on National Geographic and everybody knows your name. Sure, exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's uh, Right, well, that was like, like my dad the, talked like me out of... Said, well, well, everything dad... is increasing except for your ability um, to be better. Yeah, I get, yeah. Everything, well, everything stagnates, like like DB said, like the, the wages have stagnated for decades. There's been a general stagnation of the middle and lower classes' wages while the millionaire and billionaire classes has skyrocketed. Um, oh, what else was there with that? Uh, damn it. Dude, I've been working. I'm back to work, so I'm tired, guys. How about that? Johnny has a job again. Everybody, it feels like months. I know. it's been, Dude, it's been so long. I forgot what it was like. <laughs> No, like, like an actual. I've done, no, I've done work. I've helped out a lot of our people. I've done a lot of like uh, side project type stuff for people. I've done a lot of that recently. Helped out. Haven't a lot, you done? A lot of our friends. Haven't you done good work with uh, with our uh, design buddy Daniel Kuhn? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's got a, a few projects going on. I've taken care of him. Uh, it's those are those are ongoing projects because he's an artist. His wife is an artist, and everything's always changing. So I always got to move a light or do something or move this stuff or whatever. So that's always cool. Yes, he's the uh, he's he's a he's the guy who drew the black and white paranormies shirt, which you can get at dissidentapparel.com. Huh. Seek you to the shilling. What time is it? No. <laughs> that was my point. Yes. No, but no. seriously, I'm glad I'm glad you're back to work, dude. Honestly, oh, after it's, so long being off, I I understand it. It gets mind numbing, doesn't it? It does, but it does cut into like show prep time, and it cuts into like a lot of that other stuff, the fun stuff, especially. Well, no, I can listen to show prep because I have a long drive back and forth to work, but I'm home every night again, which is really nice. 
And that's what matters. Yes. I'm not traveling way out of state. Yeah. I'm not traveling way out of state. I get to see the family every night and get to have coffee from my coffee pot in the morning, every morning. (laughs) Yes. That is key. That is key. Anyway, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a little tired, dude. I, I had a massive brain fart right there. What was the reason why we were talking about college and college salesmen? And because uh, what was going on with that? Uh, the devaluing Chris of Kyle. the credentialism. Uh, Chris Kyle, somehow that was Chris Kyle is a tranny. <laughs> Good lord! Did this we, is the paranormies. Did you forget? No, I, I dude, I know where I'm at. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I introduced the show. I know where I'm at. Um, <laughs> We've gone through like 33 rabbit holes. Oh my God, so, dude. Speaking of silver, 33. Silver alert talk show host. Silver alert talk show host. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> show title right there. Check it out. Check it out. Um, today, I caught at least nine 33s. Like just like in, at work, just at, not at even work. looking at Telegram or anything. Not even in Telegram at work. No, I can't have my phone at work. So my phone is like locked up during the day and then because security and stuff, right? So at lunch right. and whatever. So no, I'm talking about on the job. I was just noticing things like um, wire pulling lubricant. The best one is called Super 33. Ooh. The, the best type of tape for wrapping wire is also Super 33. <laughs> Have you noticed any 888s or 666s? I noticed a couple of six six sixes in some logos, uh, but I can't dis- okay. I can't disclose the logos because of uh, non disclosure agreement with this job. So that's fair. We'll have yeah. to talk later about that. Yeah. Um. But anyways, <laughs> uh, it's it's really interesting how, how thirty three is like all over the place. I just thought that was cool. Thirty three is not a bad number though, right? That's an occult number, but it's not necessarily a bad number. Isn't thirty three <laughs> the number of Christ or something? Like it's, my, it's a <laughs> skull number. Yeah. Reinhardt's Reinhardt's gonna. Uh, uh, Shut up. Don't do it. <laughs> it's Uh-oh. a number, number of Christ is 888. Is it 888? I thought it was 777. 888, uh, which when you double I thought it, 777. I thought his 8-byte was festering. Right. I thought it was 777 was the number of Christ, actually. Uh, God's number, yeah, we have 777. Christ, if oh, okay. you believe in the Trinity, 888. Okay. There's, all right. Well, whatever. And Well, Christ is 33 when he died and all that stuff, right? 30, there's a lot of 33 surrounding Christ as well. But you have inversion, so you can take legitimate thirty threes and thirty three. The age right, that just, Christ not, was okay, when he okay, died. Okay, we're not doing we're, we're not doing Bible study tonight. Stop. Um, I'm just talking about occult numbers. I know. What you would always turns into Bible study. So fair. That was legit. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> but there's yeah, there's a, like a lot of occult numbers and symbolism and stuff around the the job side that I never really noticed before. Now I'm like paying attention. It's a really big, slow job, so I get to I get to like do a lot of looking at stuff, and uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting things that goes along with construction. I'm looking at the construction, and I'm like, man, and the apprentice that I have, and I've got him totally down the rabbit hole with uh, the impossible architecture. <laughs> and I'm like, do you think you think they could have this would a you know a temporary structure, right? Like as big as this? I was like, because that, that building in this picture is like five times the size of the building we're working in. Are we going to see an influx of people in our paranormies chat on Telegram? No, no, because they have no idea, and I'm not doing that. I'm not. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Not oh, that. speaking of people that were once in the uh, chat on paranormies. Oh, God. oh no. Uh, Johnny 
had a epic back and forth with uh, a oh, woman. Oh, the camera lady. Camera lady. Sasha. Oh, my camera. God. Sasha. I went over 24 hours. Over 24 hours. She just could not get over the fact that not only was she wrong, she was epically wrong. And then she posted proofs in the form of articles, and her own articles refuted her argument more than once. Would not accept the fact that her own refutation refuted her. And didn't we just get another BTFO of her today? So yeah, I, so, I took a I took a picture of uh, of I was watching one of those uh, channels that have old pictures, and I came across one, and I had to pause the TV and take a picture of it because it shows blurry horses, blurry carts, blurry people, blurry tro- trolleys. Well, that's so because they beginning didn't with the whole thing, these... though. What was her entire starting point? All right. Her entire starting point was the reason why all these cities looked empty is because they do, uh, what is it, dog a terror? Well, no, where, dog- where was, what was she talking from, though? Because not everybody listening here knows, like, oh, they haven't okay. seen the video. So there, there, there's a video out that we are going to talk about eventually. Uh, Skull already told everybody that we're going to do that, and if we don't do it, he's going to do it. <laughs> I was like, damn Thanks, it, dude. Bro. Why did you do that? Now we have to do it soon. <laughs> do you understand what's on our plate right now, Wait, bro? Did, what kind of schedule we Wait, have going did he, on? Did he give us money? Because, like, I, yeah. I mean, we're doing topics for money now, right? We are doing topics for money now, by the way. Yes. You can do topics for money. You can send us money to the post office box, or you can donate clout coin at our Bitcoin address. Now, no, nobody's done this yet. Right. So, but we are, but we are it, like, yeah. Uh, we're we're just throwing it out there. Yes. That we'll we'll do, like we'll do some topics for money. I mean, it's a test balloon. Yeah, like Borzoi does. We can do the starving like artist thing. Yes. So how, how, how much how much are we charging Alt Skull? Because uh, Nick well, would be Facebook posting. <laughs> so like he does. You know what? No, he's got this one. I, to me, at least, he's got this one free. To me. On um, okay, but he has channels. Eh. But I it's love skull. him. I, okay, but we're the it's the Paranormies channel, and that's like dad post. It's cute. It's really it's just a very heartwarming post. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at the post at all. It's just very. It's very heartwarming. It's very face boomerish. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. That was very uplifting this morning. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't. It's very nice. He's not. It's, I Reinhardt is very... missing. See, my, my this is where Reinhardt's zoomer mentality kicks in, and he misunderstands. The nuanced take. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? What? It's that it's still. It's. It's. Yes. It's an uplifting thing, but also, bro. It's but a Facebook. also your Facebook posting on the Paranormies Telegram channel. I love him. Though. Yeah. Okay. Him. All right. All right. And whatever. Do what we do. But no. Listen, seriously. Listen, this, back get... to this person <laughs> and their photography. Yeah. So okay. So there was a, okay. So there's a video. Okay. Hang well, on. So, so, real quick. If I'm going to give All Skull a hard time, it's because he's a big Rage Against the Machine fan. Oh my God. Stop. Right. We have already made fun of him for that. Yes. We're done making fun of Skull. We love you, buddy. We're bringing you back to do the episode on the documentary that I'm talking about right now. Okay. Um. The Iwaranon is is it is he trying to make the play on aware anon? He's the aware anon. I was uh, thinking you are because he's British, but I don't know. Okay, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, um, we. I forgot what I was gonna say yes. Yeah, so he, he 
posted Skull posted this video. I guess the woman watched the video and said uh, that she was trying to refute the photographs of the old cities like St. Petersburg and Moscow and um, Glasgow and London and Paris in the 1800s um, when they were completely empty or 1700s with some of them. And why do they have photos of London no, back then? Only a couple of them were 1700s, but was right. was London actually included in that? I don't know if London was. I, I might have. Asking, I, I, I don't think it was. Okay, whatever. So I over exaggerated a little I, bit. But the Russian cities in Glasgow and Paris were definitely in there. Hmm. Anyway. Right. The pictures were devoid of people, devoid of carts, devoid of horses, devoid of anything other than mud in the streets and beautiful architecture. Um, and the woman was saying that the reason why there weren't any people in there was because of the dog terror effect. I think I'm saying it incorrectly, but I don't care. Uh, it's what they would do. It's like silver nitride oxide exposing onto the, uh, to the film. And what they do, they do a long exposure and there's a very, very long exposure, which would make all the people disappear. Now I've taken quite a bit of photography back in the day, uh, classes and did a lot of black and white photography. Um, and the longer the exposure, the more blurry, the shorter the exposure, like for, for motion, right? It, you do you want to photograph a hummingbird or a bullet or something. You need a very, 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 uh, very short exposure. And it was a very high F, high F stop, right? For, anyway, so what she's saying is that they would do this thing with what they can do now with filters and F stop. And she's like, yes, you have to use this filter. Okay, so this filter exists now. It was invented in like 1965. They didn't have this technology back in the 1800s. Okay, they, they just didn't. And that's not how this works. And she got BTFO'd by her own article, which says, no, that's not how it works. You need to use this filter, which again, wasn't invented until like the 60s. Right, and well, so her whole thing was the ability to delete People and horses, vehicles, right, everything from a photo and keep the perfect vanilla sky, the mm-hmm. skyline, uh, in the case of Moscow, the red square, perfect mm-hmm. with no no issues. There were no uh, cutting issues right. with the photography. Right. Um, the, the mud streets of red square, mud streets in the late 1800s were completely empty. There were no blurs, nothing. The other thing about the it's mud all the streets, same photo. right? Well, it, right. And did you notice that in these pictures in the mud streets, there weren't any footprints of horses or, right. or tracks of carts? If these were mud streets where people that had horse, horse and cart, we always say horse and buggy people. Where <laughs> horse, horse and buggy. Where the ho- yes, horse and buggy is ours. He said horse and cart, which I thought was cool. He didn't say horse and buggy because then I didn't want people to think that we stole it from him because we horse and buggy belongs to paranormal. Oh, yes. I, I'm just glad he didn't say it so we didn't have to litigate. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. We, we, right. Trademar- we trademarked, horse we trademarked and horse and buggy people. We did. It, that is ours. So And transversions. And transversions. That We'll get to that in a minute. And um, fake and gay. Actually, that's funny because my apprentice is like, dude, you need to trademark that. You've said that about 11 times today. I was like, yeah, well, you know, because everything is fake and gay. What's that? Yeah, like the, like the happy birthday song, you know, yeah. like it needs to be, you know, copywritten. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so yes, yeah, so you, there's no tire, tire tracks. There's no cart tracks. There's no horse tracks. There's no oxen tracks. There's no footprints in these streets, in these mud streets, clearly mud streets. 
Uh, Where are the cards? Yes, yes. <laughs> and you see, you see puddles of water where there has been rain very mm-hmm. recently, possibly the night before. And I love how Euronon, or however you say his name, goes through the um, the light perspective. Mm-hmm. He shows how. Okay, do you see this lamppost in this picture in Germany or France? Russia, wherever it is, and says, this is only possible in midday. Are you freaking telling me that no one is out in this middle of the square in midday? Right. No. And that's also, every single one to, of those. There's nowhere to tie a horse up. Right. right. There's nowhere, there's nowhere to tie your horse. Enough. Yeah, there's none, of the, there's none of the rails, the little, the little horse tie rails, things that you see in Gunsmoke. You know, everybody ties their horse up to. And there's also, um, like you said, yeah, it's not always like noon or whatever, but sometimes it's like, okay, this, the way that this uh, shadow of this lamppost is could only take place at like, you know, eight in the morning. This is a downtown area. Where are the people? Did everybody sleep in today? Setting up their shops. Like why? Yes. Where? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where's the baker getting ready? Where's the grocer? Where's the, where's the vegetable guy? Like setting up his cart. Where is all this stuff? Because people had, that's what it was. It was all open, right? It would have been all a lot of open air. From what I've been led to believe through my indoctrination and um, media is that there would have been open air uh, marts, marts, like uh, markets. <laughs> I meant markets. <laughs> open air marts, open air marts with Marty. He's selling, <laughs> he's selling melons over there. What do you got, Marty? No. Um. <laughs> Thank you for getting that. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, open air, open air markets and people selling their particular ware and whatever. But no, but these buildings look like they housed, you know, all kinds of big businesses and, and all kinds of there are beautiful structures. Anyways, with mud streets. OK, no people, no carts, no horses. It was not possible to do that photography. The buildings would not have been that clear and crisp. The streets would not have been in focus that well, there would okay. Let's just say, for example, there were people in uh, in the scene or whatever in that in that on that street corner where somebody was taking that picture. Well, if they walked away and whatever, and you got the people to go away, you would still see their footprints. You would still see the horse tracks. You would still see the cart marks. So none of that is there. Right. None of that like none of that exists. So hey, right. sp- speaking of Marty, uh, I, I want to show Doomer Marty's book. It just came out on Antelope Hill Publishing. It's called Let Them Look West. It's a uh, work of fiction. I hear it's really really good. I'm waiting for mine in the mail. Definitely there. want to check that out. All right. Yes. Yes. He also, Mar- he also has a great t- uh, series on YouTube called was, Marty Plays the Sims. God damn it. Where he, where he talks about the paranormies. That's, I was just going to say that. You literally <laughs> said exactly what I was going to say. Um, All right, you guys go ahead. Quick. I'm just going to sit here. You guys do the rest of the show. <laughs> I do I do want to thank you, Dog Bob, for posting that picture this morning. Because you, you posted that in our prep chat. Was it this morning, uh, the picture of the horse and buggies and everybody else just walking through the streets? I don't know if it was London or something else in the 1800s, but but proving, you know, when you're photographing these people in the 1800s, the 19th century, you're going to see blurs. You're going to see motion blur. Um, that's going to be just part of it all. Listen, We're watch- talking about there being nobody. Watching her argue with him on Saturday was... It that was, I mean, it was typical female stuff that 
you would not like expect like yeah I, I was starting to wonder if it was a put on right Even my 57 year old father texted me and said why are there so many shitheads in chat this morning and i said no it's just one woman he said ah figures right like like i wanted like i really wanted her to admit to johnny that she was wrong right i i, I, I he johnny actually read the article that she posted in there right brought up the points that made her wrong from her own article and she pretended like oh then she went to the defensive that we were ganging up on her so she was a woman right <laughs> right that was at, wow. at that point at, that was at that point that i just decided to just do the whole like just shut the fuck up and like make fun of her from then on like i said you start with a flawed premise and you don't know much about the entire subject to begin with you know you're you're a full on dunning kruger class a person you're never going to convince them they're always going to come up with something even if it makes no sense whatsoever like with this person right makes no sense but you're never going to convince them so the only arguing that's going to go on is on their side because all of us should be at this point understanding there's no point in debating with these people all you can do is throw memes at them <laughs> right that's i know you you know yeah just, yeah because yeah. at this point yeah if one of us throws a know you at somebody it's literally just it's not giving up it's just saying it's okay retard no yeah point. you start with okay retard and what? then you go to know you and then you go, you know, L-O-L-K and then you're done. Then at that point, and then you throw a sticker. It's like the, the smaller amount of letters, like in a Twitter fight, you can, back in the, back in the early days of Twitter, when you could actually argue and make, like make fun of people and call them like faggot and stuff on Twitter that well, like once you got to the point where you were using fewer and fewer words and you were still winning and just BTFOing them and you could get to like, shut the fuck up faggot. STFU faggot, and that's like the last point, and boom, you're done. You forgot the uh, whatever part when you just say whatever to them, and oh. it gets them even more mad. Right, right, whatever. Or just that, the oh, boo, that, or the old day. I don't care sticker. Right, you're so mad. <laughs> Why are you so mad? Just tell people, tell them they're mad. On the, that's the the best is when they defend them themselves being mad. But anyways, yeah. So it was typical feminine tricks, and it was terrible. And it was very Jewish too. She did a lot of Jewish things. The the completely ignoring the fact that she was just thoroughly blown out of the water by her own quote refutation. Anyway, the point is is that um, these pictures exist. These these photographs with the perfect vanilla sky, with the perfect um, clarity of detail on the architecture and everything else in these pictures. They're the pictures themselves, the photographs are works of art in themselves. I mean, that's look at look at this the stuff in the pictures. You don't see stuff like you'll never see stuff like that anymore. Have you seen some of the ones like where it's like an amphitheater or um, it would be like a stage? Some of those pictures where it's like an ornately just like all around the stage, right? And it's just uh, like a beautiful like classical right kind of stage, right? Yes, and it's just yeah. angels and this and that and trumpets and 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 different other instruments and horns and other angels and devils on one side and then there's and just, but there's these most beautifully carved things and they're all you know destroyed one thing 
if I can, Johnny, one thing I've been asked <sighs> is, uh, so we see all of these pictures that have no people in them, vanilla sky, everything. They ask me, well, if everything is fake and gay, if this whole narrative is fake and gay, why could these pictures not be put out as fake and gay? Why can they not be conspiracy breadcrumbs or conspiracy candy? Um, um, okay. that's If that's the case, then every single coffee table book about the books of the fair, uh, the world's fairs, all these other books, all this other information that's already out there is already out there. You know what I mean? Well, and, that was my response is, is it's not just a few pictures that we're latching onto. Right. That's the thing. No, there's hundreds. It's, you and can look hundreds. up any of these cities. Right. You can look up any of this stuff. You can go back and look at old pictures of all of these cities. And then you go back and you look at the history. Um, the, the one that John Levi just did recently about a structure in Utah. I don't know if you saw that. It was supposed to be the lime kiln. Yep. Yep, more, that, the, one's, uh, that one's fascinating because he spent okay. hours on the phone trying to go through official channels. Right. Okay. Well, to, to get some kind of information about, like he, got like, nothing. The, hang, uh, like hang here's on, guys. The thing, here's the thing: people think, well, you're just looking at pictures and pointing at things. Some of these guys are actually trying to do some freaking legwork and right. try to find out some actual stuff that's going on with these structures. Right, and that's th nobody that's knows true. anything. No, nobody knows anything. And hang on, DB. I just realized we're like ten minutes over an hour. So let's let's pause here because this is this is a good stopping point because I actually want to talk about this for a minute. After I have a I have a song from a suggestion from somebody in the chat. Okay, and it is a guy called No Format, and it's No underscore the number four M A T. And uh, the song's called Reality Reverse. And uh, I just want to say, like, if anybody has any good original song suggestions to just hit me up on the Paranormies chat, I would like to get in as many good original songs over the course of this white boy summer. Yep. And, and, but uh, I'm just telling you right now, if it's just, like, chaos noise for two and a half minutes with, like, with like sample screeching and a bunch of nonsense. I'm not going to fucking pick it as the, I'm not, I'm not picking it as the okay. great song. Like no, it actually has makes, to have some like kind DB. of like gro groove to it. Or if it's a metal song, it has to actually be good. Good. Right. Like, here's the thing. Here's the like, thing, guys, guys, metal guys, up your fash, guys. Yeah. It has to be, have anything. It, ha it has to be good music. Okay. It has to be good music. I don't care where it comes right. from. You send me, yeah. Send the, send the MP3, whatever you have, send it to the email. Paranormispresent at gmail.com. Just go ahead and ship it there. Um, yeah. I'm just not into, I'm just not, I'm just not going to play your artistic noise project. No, we're not for, for the break, the break song. No, we're not going to do, we're not going to do that. We, we've never done artistic noise project music and we're not going to start now. Anyways. All right, cool. We're going to listen to, what is it called, Format? Re Reality Reverse. Right. By No Format. No Format. We'll be back.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I am still Johnny Monoxide with Dogbot, Reinhardt, and Jack. Uh, we were talking about Tartaria, and um, I still hate that word, guys. I really do. I'm not a big fan. Thank you. Of, well, what else do you really want to call it? Because that's the the colloquialism it's known as now. Well, yeah, it's, it's a nice catch-all term. I said this uh, several shows ago. I'm pretty sure months ago at this point, I don't like calling it Tartaria because they, they're Indo-Europeans is who they are. Sure. It's Indo-European, and yes, you can use the catch-all term white, but it's the same thing as using Tartaria. They're not all the exact same. Um, uh, but they're all, they're there's pr- a lot of similarity. Pretty, but similarity, dude, yes, it's, they, they um, may, and they may uh, come from the same root, but civilization spreads, civilization changes, Memories change, sure, become but, mythology. Sure, but that archaeology, um, the archaeology, that architecture remains the same. The star forts remain the same. Memories you know, remain the same, even if they may be corrupted. Even through a game of telephone, certain things stay the same. We know memories that memories remain the same. Right. Anyway, um, I, hate, stop. I hate you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we were talking. But you're about, right. We it shouldn't about... just be Tartaria, but it is the catch-all. For now, mm-hmm. I've drifted away from it. That's why I like saying reset theory. Yeah, reset theory. Talking, talking, when you talk about because we don't know what occurred, but we know that whatever was occurring was stopped and then reset. Yes, for and just for, and we don't know why. We're and we have some theories as to how, and we're we're still even just trying to figure out the what got reset. Yeah, you know, right. So and my and my point that I always have to make is just because they were reset doesn't mean they were good. Does not mean that what was there before the reset was perfect. Doesn't mean they were better or good or anything. Well, they if you're going by the perfect. different ages, if you're if you're going from like the golden age on the way down, then you're going from uh, better to worse incrementally. Right? If we're talking in the same language as someone like Herodotus, who wrote about the you know the age of Kronos all the way down to his age? Sure, but if we're talking, and I'm not trying to make it a Bible study, but just saying, you know, if we're if we're being real here, just because older ages existed with amazing technology doesn't mean inherently that they were better than us morally, that they were good or anything. Have doesn't you met? Hold on a second. Have you met us morally? To that. Have you met us morally? Yeah, we all suck. Better than yeah, better than us. Clearly, they were better than us morally. Mm, no, Reinhardt. No about that. Okay, you can you can you can do that. That's fine. You can do that. I, I'm I, saying I'm saying they could have been the exact same as us. We are humans after all. The exact we same as us. Pleasure. Yeah, exactly. The exact same as us with you know dr- uh, doors that were 22 feet tall and yeah, totally, totally like us. All okay. S- all I'm saying is the same thing we talk about with the nuclear family of the 50s. We uh, you know our quote our guys have this worship of the nuclear family of the 50s as it was some you know better world, better life, but that life was still corrupted with Jewish marketing. That, that life, life was, was invented Jewish by Jewish. Marketing. That life was invented by Jewish marketing. There was no, exactly. there was no corrupted. So there was no corrupted. Equal better. Okay. You know this is the news show, right? 
Not the Bible study show in the like the the. the I'm not anyways. even making it a Bible study. I, I know, I'm dude, just I saying. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> so that building in the guys, John Levi video uh, in in Utah. What about it? Uh, well, I thought it was pretty cool of all the different the all the different angles and ways he tried to get at trying to find out what this building was about, and then once he actually was there and had his you know the. Uh, as he as he said, boots and paws on the ground because he always has his dog with him. Yes, he, uh, he found that there was a structure that was also that was uh, completely part of that structure that was underground, with just the top part of the arch was sticking out of the ground. Yeah, that was they they turned it into um, a retaining wall. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that was that was really interesting because that reminded me of my my trip to St. Augustine when I saw the uh, cannonball pizza oven. Remember, I told you about that. It was the the thing that they used to heat cannonballs to the point where they could uh, make ships burst into flames when they shot them from the cannons. Greek fire, like Greek fire. Yeah, it was like I guess that's Greek fire. Well, Greek wasn't Greek fire like oil. But they don't. They actually don't know what Greek fire was. Oh, okay. Not completely. Okay. No, it was a chemical compound. But all right, well, we're, all they right, haven't we're, figured it out completely. Okay, but that was that was the thing. Is this was the lime kiln, right? That was the whole point of this. This was so. This was um, all of the brickwork and plaster work in Salt Lake City. All of those magnificent buildings would have had to have lime for the plaster. Right, and you only get lime by cooking it out of whatever from the ground. So those structures would have had to have been built before any of the uh, block work, brickwork, or cement work construction in Salt Lake. Those would have had to have been built first. So not only that, those those structures were pretty freaking big. Um, there would have been evidence of burning because they were, you know, lime kilns, kilns or ovens. Uh, there was no evidence of any sort of burning whatsoever. And then the fact that there was above the arches was like, what, 25 feet of brick, just solid brick. It was ridiculous. I'll have to post pictures of that too. But yeah, another, another thing where they, they don't, um, where they don't know what it was. So they lie about it. And you look at the official narrative. It's like one paragraph long. There's, there's like, I always say, you know how they, you know, you go to the um, historical site and you see the little brass plaque and that's the official narrative right there. It says it right there. Why would they lie? It's right there. You know, they had the same thing right there. They had the little brass plaque with like what it was supposed to be, but it doesn't work. It doesn't fit any of the official narratives when you really look at it. No, they never do. They never do, but nobody is ever going to question that because right. you're only ever there as a tourist. You're only ever there on a jog or self-pleasuring, um, not in the dirty way, sorry, well, um, doing your personal things. So nobody ever cares. Well, that's they the may thing read is them, that place, but they're always going to believe that narrative. And that place had a lot of, uh, I guess, John Levi talked to um, one of the caretakers or the curators because it is a historical site. You know, it's got the brass plaque. So uh, I guess there there had been an issue with graffiti for a while, and because it is on, is it on University of Utah? No, it's above University of Utah campus. So funny how so many of these places are on campuses dedicated to quote higher learning. Right. 
And a lot of them do in universities that have reputations for their history programs. Right. And then again, again, well, and again, this, the story of speaking of history, the history of this whole thing doesn't make any sense. Um, it was okay. So the city of Salt Lake was built by the Mormon church, the Mormon church, you know, that was, um, uh, Brigham Young and Joseph Smith and all of them. And, you know, they were, they had money. So this building would have belonged to them, right? If they were doing the construction, if Brigham Young was running the construction, then the lime manufacturing facility would have probably belonged to Brigham Young and the Mormons, right? It stands to reason, or at least they would have had massive connections. Right, but here's the other thing. There were no brick factories at the time. Oh. Yeah. These buildings, Not within about these what, buildings are made miles. Right, these buildings are made of like squared off stones and plaster. That's There's the, thing, no, is the logistics never make sense. Right, they don't have the facilities. I still wonder who the uh, the magnificent brick magnate, the the lone scum of bricks, was from bro, the 1800s. There <laughs> bro, there was right. bricks were so cheap, bro. Bricks were so he cheap up, to make that up, you could. He put up a billboard. He put a billboard of himself that says, "Brick billionaires have feelings too." Did he? Was was he <laughs> clasping his hands like he was praying too? Kind of looked sympathetic. We already. Yes. We already. We already did this part, Reinhardt. It's okay. It was. It was a callback to something I, I don't. Even, I wasn't even here for. Yes. Yes. No more. Loan, no more loan scum tonight. No, but um, but seriously, no, but seriously the there's logistics no brick, never make sense. There, right. There's there's no brick magnates because there's no brick factories. There was no place to make bricks. There was no reason to make bricks because these people were horse and buggy people who lived in shacks. You can see in a lot of these photographs in these documentaries and, and in um the lost history, it's the documentary is called The Lost History of Flat Earth, which is gonna turn off people anyway because I'm a flat earth um but that's what it's called it's a very 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 compelling video um i didn't have my mind blown too badly there was a few things i didn't know and like had that last discussed. that last two hours though um, was pretty they were pretty good well they, no they were very good but i have heard the the moon theories before i hadn't heard that particular yes. one but I have heard that do we live in a crater, the reverse moon mirror image. I've heard that stuff before. Um, I'm, right. I'm working my way to the last two hours. I just made it through the uh, the water and Sonics and Starforts that part of it. We're, part, we're talking a five-hour long six. freaking There's a lot six hours. to unpack yeah. in there. There is. Yeah. Now, the, yeah, the cymatics and the water network and the fact that the Starforts were literally the power grid. It made so much sense, but we're going to have to do an entire episode, so we'll stop talking yes. about the actual documentary. Not even one. It's we'll probably going to be two Okay, three anyways, points. we're going to stop talking about the documentary and uh, just the fact that there were so many pictures in there that like, I had never seen before of the same type of pictures, these you know 19th century photographs of these structures. And it's not just World's Fairs. This isn't just World's Fairs. This is all over the world. China is... Um, ridiculous it's it's ridiculous how fake china is and how fake the history of china really is um everywhere did you guys know i mean have you noticed this looking at these pictures every street trolley system on earth looks the same basically 
from the design of the cars, the design of the tracks, the, the switching systems, it's almost like they were built by like the same people realm wide. Hmm. But they just happen to have, you know, these people in the 1900s that built these for some reason horse and carts, but they also had trolleys that ran on electricity. Uh, and they had also, American ingenuity, Johnny. In in Singapore and China. Yes. And, and, yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. And these, which were Chad, Chad face. Yes. Chad face. Yes. Because these places at that time were supposedly very, very primitive. Right. Very, very primitive. The Filipinos that they brought over for the World's Fair were basically loincloth wearing savages. But at One the example. same time, but at the same time, this was 1890, what was it, 1890, St. Louis. What was St. Louis, 1897, 1903? Which one was St. Louis? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, doesn't somewhere matter. around there. It doesn't matter. Uh, it was after the United States had put the Supreme Court building, I guess, in the Philippines, in Manila, right? That, that, that piece of impossible architecture in Manila was like a few years before these um, thatched hut, uh, brown-skinned, spear-chucking uh, savages, you know, uh, using spears to fish. Um, they needed a huge marble and granite, you know, Supreme Court building. And now all of a sudden it's the, you know, fastest growing economy in Asia. Weird. Weird. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. One, one thing, an example of all this that I found very interesting going through all the hit, uh, hidden history stuff was, uh, Japan. You have the, what's called the Meiji era and like the American imperialism mm-hmm. into Japan mm-hmm. in the late 1800s, early 1900s, where we, you know, really tried to Westernize them, uh, tried to take over a lot of their resources, equip mm-hmm. them against the the Russians. I mean, hell, they supposedly beat the Russians back in 1905 um, the Russo-Japanese War, um, made a mockery of them. And I feel like that's a really good example of the fake narrative that they've pushed that you know the Japanese were these anti-West, anti-Christian savages for all this time that had a perfectly working society, and yet we came in and you know we Westernized them, but it was really evil. Right. What we did. Right. It was really terrible. At what we did. Yeah. Like somehow we mixed both we're sides. Both the good guys the and the bad guys. We're we're both we're both right. the good guys and the bad. Yeah. Somehow we liberated them from these evil things, but we were also evil while doing it. Doesn't make any sense. But the the thing is, though, it was Christian white men. But the thing is, though, if you look at Japan, there's a lot of that same architecture. And now they're degenerating everything in its path with anime. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, the stuff I, that they've done, dude. That's what happens when you have more than you know, that, seventy yes. years. Seventy years of Zog occupation. Literal, yeah. literal Western Zog occupation. After World War II, the United States moved in, Yakuska and all those other bases there. Even uh, if you believe in the official narrative of everything, the Jews have still destroyed Japan. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, absolutely. But it's After, not just right, Jews. Right, right, the, but, but it's not, right, it's not just Jews. It's, yeah. Anyway. But that uh, I feel that is a really good example of a reset, and then creating the narrative that serves both of their purposes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they've both done with sides. everything. They do it with everything, man. Yes. What yes, did you, they uh, used all of their resources. Because mm-hmm. well, I don't want to... I'm, I'm going to continue to go back into talking about the documentary. So let's move along mm-hmm. to some other content. Uh, what else do we have? 
Uh, we have, oh, did you guys see the drone thing? For the first time ever, drones automatically attacked humans. This is the turning point. Popular mechanics. The drones uh, did, are like flying themselves and shooting people. Did, did you say what, what they said about it? No. They, uh, they've been. Drone oh. experts have long dreaded this moment. They haven't been dreading it. They've been praying for it. Oh, absolutely. I know. <laughs> they want they want the drones to take over. Like they want the science. They want they want the Terminator. Oh, that's um Tim Osmond said the Terminator isn't gonna happen. Yes. Yeah, you and I have been going through that book, and I'm just about to finish it actually. I don't know where Dogbot and Jack are in I it. haven't gotten Dogbot one because he doesn't have a Kindle. Ah. I don't have a ah. I don't have a like I don't have a Kindle. Dude, you just get the app on your account, laptop, dude. Period. You can get the app on your laptop. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. All right. Look, look, they already know everything they need to know about you. So what is the that's, point? Of the- that's not the, like, the knowledge. Their, their knowledge of stuff isn't the Well, the, the problem with this book is, is I can't get you a paper copy anymore because it's not available on Amazon anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I tried looking. And also, yeah, looking it up, I don't think I can get it from the publisher either. I don't know where to get that book, but I can get you the Kindle version. That's it. Which is very weird that this book just dropped into our lap, the Meta Conspiracy Decoded, and all this, you know, Uaranon stuff just dropped out of the sky. The most mind-blowing video of all time. I don't immediately want to be... I don't immediately want to call anything out. I don't either I, because like I agree with that entire documentary pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with most of the book. Right. I mean Same. obviously Tim Osmond like he he doesn't have any specific uh, like spiritual affiliation but pretty much everything he says like whether we have already talked about it or not is amazing. I'm mm. going to send this book to a lot of people <laughs> because it's so easy to read. Right, but the only way and, you can do it is electronically. Which is to yeah, me yeah. makes me like. Eh. I mean, I have a hard copy, but like how dude sent it to us, it came from Amazon. I went to buy it again, and you can't. This book is not available for purchase. Maybe they banned it. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. Of course, but they haven't banned his other stuff. But everything's on Kindle. So I don't know. It's very confusing. It's like, okay, is this which part of this is actually the gay op? I know it's a gay op. Listen, I know it's a gay op. We all know it's a gay op. In there somewhere, there's a gay op. But, you know, which part? Well, we are auto, auto hoaxers well, here at the Paranormies. And that's, that's not a bad thing. Auto hoaxing is... Uh, no. Yeah, no. Well, that's like what people... You have to do that, you know? You can't... Uh, it's like what Dude in Chat said today. He was mad about the Ashley Babbitt thing, right? The Brit guy was like mad right. about... People, it's, it's a cope that cumers are all about, you know, the Ashley Babby was, Babbitt wasn't murdered. I'm like, well, okay. Yeah, this... This um, Air Force spook, you know, twenty-year Air Force intelligence vet um, who worked with, you know, probably worked with the CIA quite a bit because the Air Force does that. Um, just so happened to be the one that got shot in the neck, and like you guys have seen the video where the guy breaks it down frame by frame and te- describes every person in the video and what they're doing. You've seen that, right? Right. Well, and then it comes out. It comes out then that you know, black guy is the one who shot her. It's like they're they're hitting all these points, right? And all that's the points the point. they need for both sides, point. right? And that's the point. But here's here's the point of the auto hoaxing thing: is if in fact it was a staged event, which it was, there is no need to shoot anybody. You don't shoot crisis actors, right? 
You don't need crisis actors if, if nobody is shot. Well, no, you don't need crisis actors if people are actually getting shot. There's a difference. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? The yeah, actors, okay. like the, that's the, the totally fake hoax. Nobody dies. Sandy Hook was a hoax. There's no reason to shoot anybody because it's a hoax. Um, it's the same thing which, with... Which... Like the, no, the, oh, the January 6th thing is a hoax. It didn't. Yeah, like, the whole it, thing's yeah. a fucking hoax. Right. Like, there's it, like, there's it, a big it, difference between a false okay. flag and right. a hoax. Yes. Sorry, Dr. Pilot. Go ahead. The, the, entire, the entire purpose of January 6th was to precipitate all the nonsense about the uh, white supremacists taking over the country, and uh, FBI has been putting out reports about disturbing QAnon reports and Super scary. The, the entire, the entire thing was to make it to, to make libtards and normies scared that there's some kind of dangerous undercurrent of, uh, you know, like evil whites, uh, who have really terrible ideas about the way that the elites operate. And they're, and it, it's, it, it's, it's, it was to, it was to be the linchpin of all this other stuff that's going to happen from here on here on out for the rest of this silver alert nonsense uh, presidency. Yes, President Deepfake and friends. When basically, the Occam's razor of it is they are against you. That is it. That is it. <laughs> they are against you. The elites are against the well-meaning, decent white folk, the Indo-European folk, and they are using... Every resource they have, which includes the blacks, Black Lives Matter, everything else, against you. Right. So, why else? Why? Why wouldn't they use an Air Force intelligence officer? She was an officer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't they use an intelligence officer? It doesn't have to go anywhere beyond. They are against you. That is it. <laughs> they overcomplicate because right, but there's that's, that, well, that's that economy the thing is, okay, that they so, created. Right, but this these people actually believe that she got killed, but still right. somehow think that it was a false flag. You know what I mean? That that I think they that's what they think is it's like like a false flag is kind of like the Gulf of Tonkin where you know, where where something actually happened. Something happened. You know, like like nine eleven was a false flag. Well, uh, you know, what's really frustrating is people that want to use the Ashley Babbitt situation. Uh, they want to, they want to, they want to use it as some kind of, um, to, they want to make her a martyr for the white cause. Right. Well, because she was, you know, your white Trump supporter who was just there, you know, uh, exercising her first amendment rights and her right to protest and all that stuff. And she was shot in the neck by a black foreigner, I believe. He wasn't even an Amer- originally an American citizen. He was naturalized, um, supposedly. Like, you know, like, like Reinhardt said, it hits all the points. You know, the whole thing hits all the points. Well, it, I mean, it was, it, it was another different version of the, the woman who got shot by the Somali cop in uh, Minneapolis. Right. Or Dearborn. I actually think that that actually happened, though. Like, I, I think that, well, I know. I think that I'm Somali just saying, cop actually like, shot her. It's... It's really, it's real. Like, like you want to get really angry about it, right? But if the mm-hmm. thing is, is it, it didn't happen. So some well, people, yeah, are that's like, the other thing. Well, yeah. Now that I think about it, maybe the Somali cop thing didn't happen either. Maybe that was another staged event. Like, 
because of course the 65 IQ Somali cop shot the woman through the door across his partner's lap. That's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that didn't happen either. You know what? Now that I think about it, that didn't happen either. I mean, that's the thing, though, isn't it? <clears throat> if and then one I get- part of the narrative is faked, if one, uh, if one event that is shown, you know, throughout the country, throughout the world, by the mainstream media is faked, why not all of it? Right. Why not every single well, part that's the thing, of the narrative? Everything on that screen, whether it's you know, documentary or movie or sitcom or you know, music video or whatever, it's all fake. It's all created it's and crafted. On- yeah. It's on the screen. If it's on the screen, you're meant to see it. Right. And that right. that is why I hold true, uh, just rabbit hole for a moment, that's why I hold true to the belief that anybody who made it out of World War II, anybody who made it through the middle of the 20th century, no matter how based they were supposed to be, they made it through because they were supposed to, because they're part of the screen. Anybody elected is part of the screen. It's the same thing. What do you mean by anybody who made it out of World War II? Anybody who lived. Anybody who may have seemed based. Even Francisco Franco. The ones the ones who truly stood for what they believed in, I believe, that were killed, could have been legitimate. Had more of a chance being legitimate. You mean like the but people that the people that Dogbot listed off today that Father Coughlin listed in his book that we've never heard of? Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I... Uh, that, I had no idea who any of those people were. Now, no, one of them, either. it turned out, had uh, what seemed to be a semi-interesting organization called the Silver Shirts. Uh, I forgot what his name was off the top of my head, but I, 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 I was like, "Who are these people?" Right. You know. Uh, but then again, when it comes to Father Coughlin, I the only reason I had even heard his name was because of that fat Mormon fucking Colonel Sanders, Glenn Beck. Uh, saying Father Coughlin was a POS. Yeah, you know? well, if, if yeah, if Glenn and, and Beck is out, against Father him, Father Coughlin I'm wasn't a POS. He was actually right. Like there was a lot of aspects of Father Coughlin from what I've read about him that I was like, wow, that that, that actually he actually sounded like a pretty pretty rad dude. But whatever, you know, like. Uh, like uh, I, I was wondering. I was like, I was wondering uh, when I was going through a more um, aggressive civic nationalist phase, and I, I will, uh, you know, because uh, I, I was just, I, I was sort of ideologically in the wind. I didn't really understand what was going on, and uh, there was a lot of things that were changing around me, and I was, I was, I was getting a better understanding of stuff going on around me, and I'm like, why is the only um, why is the only right-wing folk hero uh, of the last 25 years some fucking general from Chile? You know, like where, like, it, or or, is, or, is it, or, a, or an artist from Austria? Right, but I mean, like, okay, hang on, guys, guys, guys. I have breaking news. What new cyber pandemic hoax just dropped? Oh, is this the DF? Is this uh, the DFW Airport uh, Southwest Airlines one? It's not just DFW. It's nationwide. Oh. It's now nationwide. nationwide. Southwest Airlines grounds all flights in the U.S. as the airline is suffering a nationwide computer system outage. Probably ransomware, guys. Probably ransomware. I was, I was going to say. I was so. going to say, are they being held ransom for like 35 grand of Bitcoin? 35 billion, you mean, in Bitcoin. 
billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have a new cyber pandemic hoax. So just in time for um, what I've been reading recently in some British, I don't want to call them tabloids, but they're kind of like sensationalist news. But uh, the airlines are starting to say that people that have been getting vaccinated shouldn't fly, right? Because of the blood clot issue. Because, you know, cabin pressure drops, the blood clots, you know, they can go right to your brain and boom, you're dead. Uh, so people's heads been exploding well, on planes. Im- hold on, implying that they planes actually fly, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. But they um, fly just inside the atmosphere. Right. But uh, so you have the airlines telling people not to fly. You have other things. I forgot there was another thing going on with the airlines. And now you have the computer, you know, system outage uh, pretty soon. You're not going to be able to travel, Goy. Why do you want to travel anyways? Right? Why do you need to fly? Oh, but if you do fly, have you seen? If you do fly, you might get to take a short little hop, little short flights in uh, airships. They're only good for short hops, though, guys. Do you know that? Just short hops. Air, airships are only good for little, they're like puddle jumpers. Like you take them from, say, you know, Detroit to like Muskegon, you know. Wait, are you are you talking about like little jump ships or are you talking about airships like Zeppelins, blimps, things that made it from like Germany to America at one point? What are we talking about? Yeah, there? Reinhardt, that is what I'm talking about. I don't know if you saw the, the thing in the chat. It's an actual airship. Grognak posted it. It's. Uh, I, did, I was trying to sick you. Okay. Yeah, no, well, I said, but but yeah, but the thing is, is the airships, if you read the article, it says, uh, if you take, you know, you can take an airship on a short hop, basically. I think it's exactly what right. I said. So basically, we're returning to, to tradition, mm-hmm. but only kind of. Right. Only only controlled. That's what it always is. Mm-hmm. You can Plan ride on the airship. You can ride on the airship, but it's going to be tethered, you know. And it can only go between, say, you know, Detroit, New York, maybe. And that's it. Oh, God, you can't go over the Atlantic Ocean. What if you landed in the ocean with that thing? Sharks would just bite through it and eat it, and you'd just all die. Nigger, this is sounding like a Jules Verne novel. Right, right. But I'm starting yeah. to hear, like, you can't get around the earth in 80 days. <laughs> <laughs> around the realm in 80 days. <laughs> well, now I can't, find the, I can't find the link anymore. Did you delete it? I can't find it. Uh, it was just a picture. And it was just a picture. I can't. It was find a picture it. of the headline. Well, I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it now. Five. The G in five G stands for gay, by the way, according to hologram. I don't know what hologram is, but according to them, the G in five G stands for gay. So just like we said, it's gay. Uh, I can't breathe. Yeah, there's the Defend Billionaires. Where the hell is it? It's not 5 George Floyd. No, no, no. It's not 5 George Floyd. <laughs> no, no, but if you read, if you read the Tim Osmond book... Uh, well, you said, I, you, said, you said I can't breathe, and I was like... I, I know, there are connections in there. Specifically oh, referencing that book. Yeah, there, there it is. Um, yes, the World Economic Forum, your next short flight could be by airship. Specifically, short flight could be by airship. So airships, which could circumnavigate the entire realm and possibly even further, can only do short flights now. Amazing, amazing. Airships How we've that once docked at the world or the uh, the Empire, the Empire State, State Building. Building, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. 
Yep. They used to dock. Yeah, they used to go from Germany to the Empire State Building to other places as well. And then to New Jersey, where they mysteriously, you know, blew up. And then we never hear about them again. And now they can only make it from, let's say, Florida to Tennessee or Wisconsin. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of like how we went to the moon back in 1969, but now we're flipping our crap over getting to Mars with a robot. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Or Canada. Yeah, right. Well, Canada's like Mars, isn't it? (laughs) Can airships go to Canada? I think they can. I don't know. It's just interesting to me that I want to read the actual article. Um, I want to know how they justify the fact that they can only do short flights with these things. And they clearly can do, you know, do like we've said, like like David Weiss said, you could get a, like a a, a bas- like a laundry basket, a balloon that could carry you, a solar panel, and like a little box fan. You know, if you had a if you had enough snacks, you could make it to wherever you wanted. Right. You know, if you had a big enough Those piss balloons, jug. don't just die; they they run straight up to the ferment and get popped. Right. So. uh you know, I, I think these I, I think these cyber attacks are part of this uh, great reset. Yes, they are most certainly. And there and this is a multifaceted assault on our way of life. You know, uh, like okay, so they go after they go after gas, food, transportation. Right. Meanwhile, uh, a company named BlackRock, the largest asset, uh, the largest asset corporation, largest asset buying, management corporation, yeah, is buying up entire neighborhoods at twenty percent to fifty percent above the asking well, price and outbidding normal homeowners. No, they're not just outbidding normal homeowners. Check this out; they're actually getting access to listings before they hit the market. They are buying stuff pre-listing. For ten they to twenty percent, Zillow. Right, these listings don't even, find them. Right, no, no, no. These are actually getting bought out. Like it's like some sort of insider trading deal with houses. It's it's disgusting right. and ridiculous. They're also um, what was the thing? What else were they doing? BlackRock got involved with something else. Creating a surf well, society. Well, well this, uh, right, the rental. So, that's what it is. The rental society. So they're going to be setting up okay. suburbs that are rentals which which most a lot of suburbs are rentals now anyways but these are like to be managed communities like apartment communities but houses they're going to redistribute 120 trillion dollars of assets and this this isn't this isn't from top to bottom this is from the middle out because what it, for for the longest time the the evil controllers who have been using the left to get what they want uh, incrementally through this country. Uh, one of the one of the great ones. Everybody knows old Saul Alinsky, right? Right. He he had an incredible hatred for the middle class, and he used to refer to the middle class as the "have a little, want mores." This is going to completely destroy the middle to lower middle class. Because the the biggest the 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 biggest way for someone in the middle class to have anything of wealth is to have a home, to right. have property. Right. And you won't be able to like 
how, how do you even go buy a house now? You can't. You, you don't. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> so what happens when you need to sell your house? You well, can't just thing. sell it directly to someone else, right? Like you, you can't. Like you have to go through. You have to go through an agent. You have to go through a bank. People. You yeah. go through a broker, and that broker is going to give it over, right, to these people. Yeah, you. Can't. That's exactly what they do. The whole setup. The whole system is set up against you completely. Even if you own your home, you don't own your home because you have to pay taxes on it every year. So there's also that. But yeah, BlackRock is BlackRock is bad. They're they're doing the the uh, modern serfdom coming soon to a neighborhood near you. Uh, and you have Ben Shapiro defending it, right? You guys are all mad at BlackRock. Well, why are you taking money out of these people's pockets? People selling houses. You want BlackRock to stop buying these people's houses? Well, they wouldn't be sold if BlackRock wasn't buying them. Why do you want to take money out of these people's pockets? They're buying entire neighborhoods before they have a chance to go right. up for market. Right. Like, no, that's we, not right. the same thing. That's, right. right. They, they, bought, they bought a 124 new home neighborhood in Texas. The average American, the average, average Americans were outbid to the tune of $32 million. Homes sold 20% above listing. Right. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like, Turbo capitalism on steroids, and you can't play because you really don't have the money. This this isn't even feudalism. Mm -hmm. This is uh, this, this is, is neo, so far beyond. Yeah, this is so, neo feudalism so we, we've too. Like quite used to this in America with like the legal system. Oh well, they got a really really good lawyer. They have a lot of money for a really really good lawyer. You don't stand a chance, right? This is That's sort a good of point. Like, this good is point. sort of like that, like on a larger, on the largest scale of home ownership. It's like, well, how how are you going to go up against a the largest uh, asset management company in the world? Mm -hmm. You know, but, like right. you can't you can't outbid them. Which is funny because it's a fact. If they're if they're going twenty percent above asking price, nobody nobody can do that. No, no normal human like, being can do that. No, and also, well, they're you know they're the world's largest asset management company, but they're actually not that big of a company. They're technically, a, I think, I think they might have even qualified for some of the PPP. Remember, the hedge funds were getting money from that out of that eight hundred billion or whatever it was. Oh, you mean the poor hedge funds that yeah. were hurt by uh, speculating on uh, what was it? AMC, uh, AMC? and uh, GameStop and yeah, and GameStop. The, yeah, GameStop. That's right. Remember all that? I remember all that. That was yeah. This just a squeeze. That to was get like your 7, little bit of cash. years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> that was literally three months Two ago. Two years. Was it? Oh, it wasn't that long ago. Three months like ago, four months ago. ago. Yeah, it's a couple months ago. But anyways. Back to the the Great Reset thing. Yeah, the BlackRock BlackRock is a small to medium sized company, like comparatively, like compared to something like Ford, right? A little tiny little company, but they manage more money than any other company, and they are buying houses. I remember when I was in California, a buddy of mine had been trying to buy a house, and he's an electrician in San Francisco, and they make average, like if you're just working forty hours a week, you're making one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year, because they they but you can't buy a house. That doesn't. That's not enough money to buy a house there. Uh, he had been saving since he was a first year apprentice. His dad gave him like they gave him like a twenty thousand dollar wedding present or something. He went. He's been trying to. He had been trying to buy a house. Him and his wife had been trying to buy a house. They have two kids. I think they have three kids now. Um, 
had been trying to buy a house for years and he had been getting outbid. First, it was Chinese investors in California back when I was still there in like the early 2010s. It was Chinese investors was the big conspiracy. Oh, the Chinese are buying up all the rest of California, which is true. It's true. Uh, but now it's BlackRock. And BlackRock is so, like the Borg. So they, what they did last year was a controlled demolition of the middle class that were small business owners. Mm-hmm. And now what I've been noticing whenever I go around this continent-wide strip mall in my vicinity is a lot of those uh, small businesses have been replaced by foreigner small businesses. Huh, I hadn't noticed that yet. And uh, Now, uh, there's a lot of places that are still empty. There's a lot of strip malls that still have a ton of for lease signs and now closed signs. Mm-hmm. But some of those some of those are being filled up with uh, people who are coming over here uh, from India, from Vietnam, from, uh, you know, from uh, Central America. Huh. And uh, so, like, they did a controlled demolition of that part of the economy and destroyed that and just and destroyed their wealth. Right. And right. so now they're now they're making it to now they're buying up all these homes, so you won't be able to get generational wealth through uh, property ownership anymore. Right, they're eliminating the middle class and going back to a society of lower class, which includes the merchants and everyone else, the serf class, the peasants, and those who you know want to believe they make their own money, and then. The cabal, the higher ups, they're going back down from a three party or three class system to a two class, which well, we've seen of, for years. It's kind of always been a two class system. It just, you know, it just takes it, a while. It to really get there. has. It takes a while yeah. to get there. You, you have, you know, it it goes in stages, and they almost have it every time. They they keep getting, according to history, anyways, according to official history, they keep getting thwarted by the good guys who still keep keeping the bad guys back. What know. you mean, the hackers? Anon. Oh, God. Oh, I guess we got, yeah, Anonymous. There was the thing about Anonymous. Um, somebody said they reminded me that they were investigated by the FBI. They got arrested. Like that, or Some group that was the official Anonymous got arrested in the early aughts, and they sang like a canary for the FBI. Yeah, that sounds like the fucking, and now every time they roll them out every now and then when they need a boogeyman or whatnot. Uh, you mean the FBI's created op was arrested by the FBI. So the FBI arrested the FBI and the FBI interrogated the FBI and the FBI told on itself to the FBI. So John from down the hall created his pet project. John from down the hall was called in, told he was doing a good job, and John from down the hall was promoted and put underlings sure. in, in his care. And John down the hall is now living in a fantastic home that has no sort of dropout. Sure. It's just all the Spider-Man memes pointing at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Spider-Man pointing at five thousand other Spider-Men, mm-hmm. and that is this the FBI CIA complex. Well, yeah, I I actually do think that the FBI is a branch of the CIA. I don't care what people think that they're oh they're no they're in direct opposition with each other all the time. They're always stepping on each other's toes, and I hear that from our people. Stop it. All as right. if the government works against itself, the, as if they aren't wait a second. the Im- same implying, people. Implying the government. Implying government, not cabal. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyways, um, man, so the airlines, you're not going to be able to fly very much anymore. 
Good thing I didn't want to go to Europe, right? It's it's yeah. Did every just just make your own airline, Johnny. Right, just make your own airline. Well, make your own airship. Yeah, make an airship. Make uh, your just own make your own guys. asset management company, Johnny. <laughs> just this is buy why your we need own your donations. Just this buy is why your. We need your donations so we can make an airship. Just right, donate actually... to AOC's Abuela's apartment in Puerto Rico, Johnny. Did you live in oh, Texas Jesus and you said Christ. Abuela? Yeah. Abuela? Did you say Abuelo? Are you really Abuelo? calling out her grandmother as a tranny? Might as well. It's a... she is one. All right. Well, yes. It's ab... yeah, it she... would be Abuelo. But either way, anyways, there's, there's another syllable. Abo, Abo, Waylo. Abo, Waylo. Yes. Gross. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of an obese Abo, and that's just like not a pretty sight. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's obese enough. Come on, Puerto come on, Rico? come on. I haven't eaten dinner yet. All right, and I'm hungry. And I gotta eat and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any more news? Oh, we do. Real quick, Reinhardt, let's get in your little rant about this gay Tolkien thing. Oh, well, all right, fine. Uh, there was a Tolkien conference, right? So, we'll do the entertainment section, Tolkien. Yeah, go. the entertainment section. So if any of you are still trying to hold on to you know, the world of fantasy, sci-fi, fiction in any way, shape, or form that is apart from the books themselves, whatever books those are, as long as they're not gay, you're wrong. <laughs> the Tolkien Society... According to and the guys at the Babylon Bee are pretty hilarious. They they stay pretty clean. They are good dudes, even though they do have some pretty boomer zoomer takes, whatever they are, generation wise. But no, Tolkien Society, who is the apparent like fan authority on J.R.R. Tolkien's books, mm-hmm. they've decided to throw in completely with this gay faggot world. Now hold on, you just said um, the Babylon Bee. So is this satire or is it real? No, it's not. No, it's the Babylon Bee. Oh, it's, it's not the Bee. Satire, oh, it's on like, not the Bee. My bad. I missed what you. So it's on the not the Bee. Oh wow. Yes. So it's real. This it's is real. The, this is not faking gay. This right. is just retarded. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, that's not the Bee. Is they had to make not the Bee because real life was more satirical than they could even come up with with satire. Right, and the New York Times can't sue them for this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. They're actually in an ongoing lawsuit with the New York Times. Good job. Good. Good. Good luck against the Jews, guys. Um, right. But no. So Tolkien Society, the fan authority on the works of J.R.R. Tolkien, Lord of the Rings, uh, Silmarillion, they're throwing their annual convention, their hangout uh, post-COVID, and the first one is going full in faggot. Dude, did did any of you guys read the titles of some of these seminars that are going on? Please read them to the audience, though. Oh, Lord. All right. So, as we all know, Tolkien himself was not completely a faggot. Completely. The whole, like, I wish I was Jewish letter is still very suspect. Uh, But here are some sessions that are going on. One of them is titled, Gondor in Transition, A Brief Introduction to Transgender Realities in the Lord of the Rings. A few more. Uh, there's a whole list, and we can put the link in the show notes so everybody else can can read some of these. But a few of the other sessions are a problem of pain portraying physical disability in the fantasy of J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> Pardoning Saruman, the queer in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, because somehow Saruman is gay. I don't know. Oh, boy. The Lossoth, 
indigeneity, identity, and power. Uh, the Lawsoth were uh, northern peoples, kind of like Inuits or Finnish uh, in Lord of the Rings. Never, indigeneity. ever, ever portrayed. Yes. Never, ever portrayed in any of his books whatsoever. It's only ever been faggots putting well, this Native American spin. Right. But, I mean, it turns out that the Eye of Saruman was really a axe wound with electrified pinworms. Okay. Two that things. was really gross. One, Number one, it was the eye of Sauron. Sauron. Oh, Sar- Sauron. Whatever. Sa- Sauron. Whatever. It's because it's, it's from... It, it, never mind. It, I don't pronounce Shoot, what I want to pronounce. It was Peter Jackson who did the whole eye of Sauron thing. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. Electrified pinworms. I hate Stop you. Stop it. You don't have to say that again, dude. Like, yeah. There's... <laughs> the joke was bad the first time. It's worse the second time. There's uh, the invisible other, Tolkien's dwarf women, and the feminine lack. But we already know what dwarf women look like. They're often mistaken for dwarf men. Right. People (laughs) think there aren't any dwarf women because they look so much like dwarf men. Yes, that's... God bless the extended editions. (laughs) That's the lines. Like That's the line from the movie. And also, I mean, it's also from the book. It's already bad enough Liv Tyler's a dude. Shut up. Right. No, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> Just stop. Vigo no, Mortensen's probably I a know. chick. I I hate all of you. Just stop. But yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Well, yeah, the faggotry and the... <sighs> there was some... There was some oh, so Tolkien himself would probably not have approved of any of these seminars. Probably. Probably. Tolkien hated Maybe. his own fans. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So was Tolkien the original Maynard? Or Borzoi? Or okay, definitely not Sven. Uh, so Tolkien was the original Sven contempt for the audience, though. <laughs> they guess, they finally the they finally axed woke capital on Twitter today. Oh no! Oh no! F's in the chat for woke capital. Yeah. Oh, right. by the way, hidden visions, iconography of alterity in Soviet bloc illustrations for the Lord of the Rings. What? I would love to what? get Borzoi's take on that. I know. That. Hold on a second. I know those are all words, <laughs> but yeah, those are. Yeah, I think they're words. Yeah. No. 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 DB, I'm, I'm positive. Those were all words. It was not like, uh, not like in, in indigeneity. I can't even say that one. Indigeneity. Indigeneity. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Do you guys? Do you guys remember the video or the TikTok or something somebody made where it was like the the journalist advice and he's throwing the the stick on dildos at a a whiteboard. For his headline, yes, yes, yeah, like, that's basically this. It really is. It really is. This is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. And Christopher Tolkien is—he's dead too, right? Unfortunately, yes. Yes, he—he's—he's he's also spinning in his grave. He is creating electricity. There is a toric field around Christopher Tolkien's grave right now. Tunguska event is going to happen over Tolkien's grave. Both of them. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, there so is no happening. hanging on to any. Do not hang on to any fantasy, any sci-fi, anything. There's no hanging on to that stuff. If it wasn't, if it wasn't corrupted and gay from it from the inception, it is definitely now. Yeah, no. Uh, for years, decades, even with all of this gay crap, Tolkien was kind of a standout among fantasy authors. You got guys like George R. R. Martin, who was a full-on Jew. Brandon Sanderson, who you know, it was a complete cuck. Maybe not a Jew. I don't know. Um, 
all kinds of fantasy authors who bow to this thing and just eat all of it up. J- mm-hmm. uh, J.K. Rowling, of course. But well, J.K. Tolkien's Rowling's a Satanist. Firm. She's a Satanist. What? It's, Rowling's a Satanist. Yeah, she's a pedophile Satanist. Yeah. All right. Well, on, on that Tolkien's note... Tolkien's not alive, so they can ruin his stuff. That's right. Well, implying... I know you're going to get mad, but implying. I'll stop talking now. Yeah. All right. Well, we're good because we got to end the show. All right. So we are at the end. Let's do a quick shill. Everybody shill your channel. Uh, Dogbot, uh, I got the Chupacabra kennel, t.me slash Chupacabra underscore kennel. Get inside the kennel for rants, memes, songs, etc. Uh, Reinhardt sitting at t.me slash Nephilim hour. If you like hidden history, giants, all sorts of biblical, fantastical crap, come hang out and uh, let's not blow up the Paranormies chat too much while dad's asleep. <laughs> Jack, you're up. Jack. Oh, it's my turn. Uh, <laughs> find me at um, t.me slash Jack's internal shit post. Uh, t.me um, sending the spectrum and t.me slash necronormicon. Good lord, you have a lot of channels. And we For you. are and we are at t.me slash the paranormies present. You can get our t-shirts at dissidentapparel.com slash allies slash paranormies. Check them out. Uh, the Honkler shirt is out now. It's it's pretty cool. I wore it, I wore it out in public the other day. I got a couple people pointing at it and were like, nice. <laughs> so, very <laughs> high quality shirts. I like. What was that, Reinhardt? I said, if only they knew. Right. Very high quality shirts too. I'm very impressed. These shirts are great. Oh. Yes. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, Jack's gonna be reading to us from Burning Souls. It is Leon DeGrell's birthday. Happy birthday, Leon DeGrell. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Leon. Leon. DeGrell. Yes. Happy birthday, buddy. Yes. Hail Leon, buddy. Really, Reinhardt. Um, <laughs> Leon he didn't make it out of World War II. He must have been legit. <laughs> yeah, Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not Canadian. <laughs> I'm not your pal, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your buddy, guy. All right. So hey, we're gonna... I'm not your guy, friend. All right. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Leon, sounds Quebec-y. <laughs> Dude, guys, I got I to gotta go to bed. Stop. All right. Jack's going to read from Burning Souls. Uh, it is Leon DeGrell's birthday, and we're going to see you this weekend. See you later. Time travel makes you gay. Get that snorkel out your pussy. Welcome to this week's Necronormicon. And in honor of Leon DeGrail's birthday, today I'll be reading another passage from The Burning Souls. The saints, varying in intelligence, but possessing a heart given without limits, whom the fallen and corrupt hold in such esteem, the saints show us that perfection is open to all. They too were simple men, simple women, charged with passions, weaknesses, and often faults. They too sometimes did too tire, give in, and tell themselves that they would never be able to get rid of that smell of muck and sin that accompanies us. But still, they did not renounce themselves. With each fall, they straightened up, determined to be all the more vigilant as their strength failed them. Virtue is not a sudden dazzle, but a slow, hard, and sometimes very painful conquest. They had the superhuman joy of finally feeling victorious over their bodies and their thoughts. Their struggle tells us that happiness on earth and beyond the earth is within everyone's reach. Every one of us has a choice to make. Before the body fails, it is the spirit that triumphs or capitulates. And even when the body has given away, 
The spirit can lift it up, or let it corrupt itself even more, then poison itself forever. We are our own masters. We can sink into the chasms, or stand in them, up to the shoulder, or climb out of them, and overcome them. Everything can be avoided, and everything can be done. Thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoyed. If you have any submissions that you want me to read, please send them to jackthein1488 at protonmail.com. Hail Leon DeGrell. Hail our people. 